Today, Singapore is richer than its ex-colonizer, Great Britain. So when I hear people telling me today, oh, Africa is poor because of colonization, I'm like, please, let's move on from that. Okay. I think I know what's going on here already. <laughs> 13 seconds into the video. Um, firstly, let's just adjust this whole Singapore thing. Yeah. So Singapore doesn't have its national currency held in a foreign country. In Africa, that's what's happening today in 2023. Yeah. 14 African countries have their currencies held by France. Yeah. Over $500 billion. And whenever they try to break away from this French domination, you know, leaders get assassinated. Uh, or in the case of Guinea, the country is destroyed, trying mm. to destroy any infrastructure that the French claim that they built. So it's just a, it's a very poor example to start off with. Yeah. I just, I already know what's going on from this dynamic. <laughs> so I see Jordan Peterson on the side. I don't know who the sister is, but I already know what type of person she is. Yeah. And that's because there's now become this new wave of so-called black intellectuals. You know, I use the quotation marks that have found an audience, a career in saying things that white people like Jordan Peterson and others want to say, but can't. They're the most glazing or glaring example of that, sorry, would be Candice Owens. Candice Owens is yeah. now a very rich person. I do want to also say, just like out of respect to the military men that have PTSD, they actually served in the war. You were not actually a slave. I find that to be a bit offensive. Wait. The last so, wait, thing I wait, want wait, to wait, say. Wait, 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 No, 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 no. The last no, thing you I want to say. You absolutely. Ridiculous to say that you, you have PTSD. Will not PTSD say that, and, and the trauma that you suffered, that, that you experienced. I will not allow I just that said to it. ride. She started off as a Democrat, allegedly on the left wing of politics, realized the market was saturated, and now says the most reactionary stuff. She has a book deal, she has her own TV show, she's worth millions of dollars because there's a huge market for saying reactionary stuff that white people want to say, but they but can't. can't say. I could become a millionaire next year by basically saying stuff like, you know, slavery was our fault, that there is no institutional racism in, in Western police forces, it's just absent fathers. Yeah. So I've got a feeling you know, I don't want to <laughs> count my, my chickens, as they say. But yeah. I've got a feeling that, that that's what we're going to get in this video. I'm sure in such people's uh, comment section, you definitely find the white people now who are, you know, the white racists who can't say what she's saying, but use that for, for that platform. That comment section, I'm sure, is flush with people saying stuff like, you know. Amen. Yeah. Preach. Tell them. Yeah. About time Africans take responsibility. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, man. Yeah. But, you know, thinking about it, even just as you've started playing it, there's no intelligent way of discussing Africa uh, without looking at its history. You, you must look at Africa's history because it's not just about slavery and colonialism. We have to talk about neocolonialism, which is something that is present today. So slavery and colonialism might be over, but neocolonialism is very much alive in Africa. Like the example you've just said, 14 African countries have their reserve, their bank reserves in France and uh, there are these historical debts. You know, that's something that people never talk about. We have historical debts. Uh, countries like Ghana are paying more than 30% of their GDP to these historical debts. It's something which is uh, sorely ignored. It's never discussed in traditional media. And I think people like this sister have just caught on that wave.
uh, uh, you know, to fame. Sure. So, so we have to discuss Africa intelligently and look backwards at its history. Yeah. And I wonder if Singapore has the type of relationship that Ariva and France has. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a very good distinct. I wonder. I wonder. Yeah. Um, I, when I say I wonder, I'm damn sure they don't. It's <laughs> <laughs> a better way of putting it. So why, remind me, Yeah. am I right in believing that the, is it the the uranium? Yes. The uranium from uh, Niger. Yeah. 5% goes to, to the government. To the government. Yes. And 95% goes, goes to the French-owned company. company yeah. Ariva. Yes, that, that, that is it. It's ludicrous, isn't it? Yeah. Can you imagine? You have the owners of the true wealth. Yeah. You have this highly strategic mineral called uranium. Everyone is looking for uranium. Yeah. But you're only receiving 5% of royalties. And guess what? This started in the 1970s. So it's been over 50 years. So it started post-independence. That's why it talks about exactly. the neocolonialism. Yeah. Let's watch more of the video. But mm -hmm. yeah, sure. that's interesting. Does it have maybe a tiny percentage in where we are today? Maybe, maybe, and I don't know. But I know it's not the cause, because if it were many countless countries have been colonized before, and by the way, colonizing one another is humanity's history. It just happened that maybe African, Africa has been one of the, the, the last you know, um, colonized region in the world. So in our psyche, it, it is there, and it acts like nothing happened before to others, but uh, flash news, it's the history of the world. Oh my day. Just all that. <laughs> <laughs> so these people presented to us as the black intellectual, you know, the of, the authoritative figures. Yeah. Yeah. On on, you know, these topics. But the authoritative figures don't even know how to use quotation marks. Jeez, man. She goes she goes I think she meant news flash, but yeah. she said flash, flash news, news with quotation marks. <laughs> so how are we meant to take someone seriously that doesn't even know when to use a Quotation, Quotation mark. mark. <laughs> Jeez, man. It renders everything she says up a lot of good. It renders it irrelevant, man. Flash news. Jim. I stopped listening after that. <laughs> Just there, she says, it's the history of the world. She's talking about this as if it's a past thing mm -hmm. that is now over. You know, that chapter is closed as it's closed for other countries. So why are we still talking about it? Again, forgetting to understand the continuation. Yes. The continuation. Yeah. The way that, you know, I think it was, uh, I can't remember his name. Was it Parenti? He says that you don't go to, Africa's not poor. You don't go to poor places to make money. Mm-hmm. So the fact that, you know, there's so much interest in Africa, we have geopolitical powers jostling over Africa. We have now Middle Eastern Persian Gulf states jostling. We have Iran interested, Turkey. Why are they all interested in Africa? Yeah. Why all of us, if it's such a poor place, if, if you know, colonization happened and it's not still continuing, yeah. then why are the United States, France, Britain, Norway, Denmark, the list goes on. Why are they so interested in Africa? Japan yeah. is now a key player in Africa. Yeah. They're starting to try, start a Japan-Africa summit. Yeah. All of these places are really interested in getting a foothold in Africa. I feel like they're missing out. 
you know, that others are lapping them. If there was no money to be made, they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't come. And we see that more money leaves Africa year on year yeah. than stays within the continent. Yes, I completely agree with that because uh, the numbers actually were done. You know, there's a statistic. Um, I can't remember by, by whom, but I think about $230 billion leaves Africa. Wow. You know, in illicit financial flows, which is this thing called capital flight, mm -hmm. tax evasion, uh, uh, tax havens. Yeah. So these, all this money is taken out. Yeah. And uh, basically it points to the fact that Africa is aiding the rest of the world yeah. and not vice versa. So we have it twisted. A lot of money is leaving Africa, yeah. but the money that is coming in. Yes. So would that be possible if Africa was really yeah. not developed? Yeah. Or would it be happening if we were actually poor? That reminds me of two important points. The, the first point is, you're right, the rest of the world is getting rich of Africa. You know, the, f the former French president Sarkozy said, without Africa, France would be relegated into a third world country. So that tells you everything you need to know straight from the horse's mouth. The second point is there was actually a report about the five leading banks in the United Kingdom and how they'd been facilitating these illicit funds made from West African politicians. So they know, you know, if you want to wash your dirty money in Africa, you go to Europe to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a transactional process that continues. Yeah. Knowing that these transactions keep the continent poor, make sure that the money is spent in Europe. You know, the houses are brought in Europe. You know, people go on holiday to Europe. All the money is spent in Europe. Yeah. Um, but the money is made in Africa. Yeah. And this is the problem that we have. This is the neocolonial relationship. We see places like Ghana that produces cocoa, but won't be allowed to produce chocolate. You know, the same with Côte d'Ivoire. Yeah. We see, you know, um, farmers getting pittance. And then when they do try to increase the prices or pay the farmers more, they, 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 and call it fair trade. All they do is increase the, the price of the chocolate bar. Oh, the chocolate. So the profits still remain the same. Yeah. You know, all of this is missing from her analysis, of Man. course. Of course. Yeah. And, and, and you see Jordan Peterson just nodding along, <laughs> nodding along. You know, like this type of rhetoric is, is dangerous because what it suggests, you know, the undercurrent message is how, if you guys haven't got over colonialism, but these guys have yeah there must be something wrong with you now mm. what could it be wrong with us a whole continent of dark-skinned people what could it be is, are we you know biologically inferior mm. genetically inferior what's the what you what's the point you're trying to make sister yeah you know what I mean? yeah what's the point that you're trying to make like Jeez. what please explain to us the point you're trying to make because we're missing it and the tragedy is that she's doing jordan peterson's bidding yeah you know just like you as you opened the you know the reaction uh she's happy to do it because jordan peterson is happy to have her say, yeah. even though he that, that's the same uh, thinking or the same feeling he has about it. Yeah, you know, so it's it's a tragedy, not just because it's coming from you know the new liberal, mm. you know, blacks like you mentioned, mm. but because they have the the whole system upside down, mm. <laughs> trying to prevent the rest of uh, the world and Africans from mm. understanding how the system really works. Yes, because the global financial system, I think Singapore is a partner in the. In the, uh, in the global capitalist in the system. global capitalist, capitalist system. Yeah. And they have benefited from it. Yeah. Africa, on the other hand, have been kept down by that system yeah. that takes more money, that yeah. keeps pillaging. And the, 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 the system that was left behind with the colonizers, he left. Yeah. He just left physically. Yeah. But 
these invincible to the naked eye lines of colonialism are still mm. there, which yeah. is why we're saying this sister is actually right when you think about it. Mm. Colonialism is not to blame. Neo-colonialism is. Facts. Yes. Yeah. So she still hasn't finished this. Let's get to the end of yeah. this video. <laughs> so anyway, but the truth is, um, Singapore richer than Great Britain today. Okay, so she just wanted to mention that Singapore is richer than Great Britain. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's just one more thing to say. You know, we get confused because we see individual wealthy Africans and we think, oh, look, well, you know, it can't be that bad because we have this billionaire over here and a millionaire over here. There'll always be collaborators. Yeah. There was collaborators in India during the British Raj. Yeah. You know, they had indirect rule. Where yeah. They had an Indian person. Yeah. Administrative team administrating on behalf of the empire. You have the same thing here. You know, you'll always have, you know, individual, potentially even, even individual states that are benefiting. You know, um, it's a controversial point, but I think it's an important point to make. You mentioned, yeah. If you look at, say, Rwanda, Rwanda's called the Singapore of Africa. Yeah. Yeah. But many people accuse Rwanda, which has no mineral resources yeah. at all. Yeah. Accuse it of playing the part of the imperialist mm. by going into the Congo, destabilizing the Congo. Yeah. And stealing the resources. Mm. So it's, it's, it's neocolonialism, but just using local actors on the ground to get the job done. Yeah. And um and I think by misdiagnosing the problem, it means we're never able to address the real core of the problem. Yeah. So, you know, we're not saying colonialism, colonialism, colonialism. We're saying neocolonialism, neocolonialism, neocolonialism. Yeah. And that's the system that we're trying to dis dismember and dismantle. Yeah. Yeah. Something funny. <laughs> I've just noticed that Magati Wade, the sister who's uh, you know, on the video. She was born in Senegal, uh, studied in France. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it gets worse. God. Studied, uh, no, launched her career in San Francisco, San Francisco in the United States. Yeah. The big question after all this chest thumping about Africa, you know, uh, still crying foul about colonialism. Yeah. I'm wondering why does she not practice in Africa? Yeah. Why does she not reside in Africa? Yeah. Because the present uh, of the colonialism, the way we would see it more more vividly is here on the ground in Africa. So maybe I don't blame her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Senegal was colonized by where? France. And she was educated where? In the US. No, she was educated in oh, France. In France, sorry. In France. Yes. yes. So it's like, you know, if if colonization never happened, then, you know, would it be in reverse? Like, could the French person be educated in Senegal? That's not gonna happen. Never. So it's like, you know, she claims colonization has no effect, but she's educated in the former colonial power and now is residing in the leadest, leading imperialist power the United States, <laughs> in the world, the United States. So anyway, sister, practice what you preach. Colonization isn't a problem. Go back to Africa. Me and Eric live in Africa. We're, we're working in Africa. Yeah. We're, 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 you know, despite all the challenges and obstacles, we're putting our... Our money where our mouth is. There we go. Yes. Our money where our mouth is. Yes. We're putting our 